Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Hello and welcome. This is Brooke Falk inviting you on tonight's episode I'll be your host, and I am the assistant writer to Ken Vernon, the inspired author of the book and ebook Revelation of Revelation, a total fraud, and that is what started it all some years ago. And the talk show format here on talkshoe.com reaches out around the globe to reveal the truth of scriptures from the scriptures themselves. And what you're about to hear, again, on this episode of tonight's program has never been revealed before now in audio format. I invite you now to listen in as we introduce the program topic on this one-of-a-kind program where it is the scripture that speaks the truth through the in-depth scripture studies of Ken Vernon. Good evening, Ken. Good evening, Brooke. And good evening, everyone who has joined us. We have a special program for you tonight. We will be sharing some truths with you that are that you will not hear from mainstream religion. And also, this program that I fashioned for this time, without even actually paying too much attention to it, it's a very timely program. Because tonight we are going to look at, for those of you who took the time out to look at the uh, episodes on the computer, the question is, have you followed tradition instead of scripture? And the reason I I chose that title is because throughout the world's religion in general, Very few, if any of the people who attend a particular religious assembly or meetings actually take the time out to look or to go through some kind of record other than simply following tradition. For example, Christianity, Judeo-Christianity, Zionism, all those major religious bodies we have here in Western civilization, as well as the Muslims and anyone else, really, worship the Creator based upon the traditions in which they grew up. You go to meetings, you attend services, You do all the things that you were taught to do from the time you were a child. You never, never, ever had reason to actually, at any time, question what you were doing. A few people do, but mostly they're not really interested. They just 
had it with tradition, and they just walk away from these assemblies. Tonight I will show you some scriptures from your New Testament that says volumes. It'll probably rock your boat. It will probably leave you, if not thinking seriously about what you do, as far as your religious activity is concerned, to either start checking your Bible or dismiss the program and treat it as just another broadcast. If you do, you stand to lose a great deal if you are being called. And the reason I say that is that very few <clears throat> and I'll stay with Christianity for this this period. Very few people realize that the scripture says in John six forty four, No man can come to me unless the Father who sent me draw him, and I will raise him up on the last day. There is no such thing as simply worshiping your creator just because you feel like doing so, or you are following some tradition. Let me bring you tonight's prepared text, and then if you have any questions, we'll be sure to answer them for you. Multiple billions of human beings the world over indulge in religious activity, some on a daily basis, others on a weekly basis, and still some others at other times. It would seem that there are written instructions which they follow. From this program tonight, we will learn about the practices of the Christians, the Judea Christians, and the people who refer to what they, are, what they do as Zionism. The reason I have picked those three groups is simply because I have lived my life among them and over the last half century made it my business to learn all about their various rituals and their beliefs. They all use the book they call the Holy Bible, which they claim is the basis of all their beliefs and practices. Tonight I will show you that is really not true at all. Let me continue. After spending some 14 years with a religious group called the Worldwide Church of God, a Pasadena-based outfit, a Sabbath-keeping, as they say, outfit, I departed from among them after some major doctrinal changes were made. At that time, I went about the business of studying the Bible without consulting with any man-made organization. From my Bible, I learned the scripture says, if you continue in my word, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So there, right from the scriptures, I am giving instructions Everyone who reads that passage in John 8.31 is given those instructions on a 
personal basis. Has nothing to do with any church. Has nothing to do with any ministers. So, here, once again, right from the pages of my Bible, a colossal awakening came about. Here I am, 23 years later, actually doing a worldwide religious program on the radio. Never entered my mind that I would be doing such a thing after some 23 years of departing from that church. I said to myself, who, me? <laughs> I have no credentials to do that kind of thing. I've never done anything like this before. I am not a trained speaker. But lo and behold, after looking at those scriptures, I realized that the apostles were no trained speakers. They were simply told to go and take a message of the truth about the good news to the world. They weren't sent to college. They weren't sent to get any special spokesman training. They were simply told, go. Go and do what I have done. Okay. All those excuses that I made, notwithstanding, under the auspices of the Most High, Brooke, our engineer tonight, and my fellow in this exercise we're in, and the people I talk to, lo and behold, here I am. As I continue, you will learn that all the religious organizations in our midst worship the Creator after the traditions of men, and in so doing, worship Him in vain. In the Gospel of Mark, the Messiah made this statement to the religious leaders of His day. These people, He said, honor Me with their lips, but their hearts are far away from me. Mark 7, verse 7. He says, their worship of me is useless. Why? Because they teach man-made rules as if though they were doctrines. Yes, these people were the religious leaders of his day. The people who were sitting in Moses' seat, no less. And in Mark chapter 7 and verse 7, the King James renders that passage this way. In vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. I'll bet no church, no religious organization has ever shared those scriptures with you. Have you ever looked in your Bible to see if the rituals you participate in are written in your Bible? If they are not, you are worshipping your Creator in vain. The Messiah said so. In vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. In John chapter 4 and verse 24, the Messiah said this to the woman at the well in Samaria. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. 
According to the English translator, Messiah himself related that truth to her. Question. Have you ever been so informed by any religious teacher at any time in your life? I'll bet the answer is never. Again, the answer is clear. You and I were taught the same errors that our teachers were taught or not taught. The truth, because no one made them any the wiser. Misinformation was passed on from generation to generation for centuries, all simply following tradition. Small wonder the scriptures are fulfilled in us as it was in the people of the Messiah's day. You and I and every other person throughout established religious order did not learn the truth. We were taught what tradition taught the people before us and nothing more. Messiah in John 17 and verse 17 prayed in the following manner. He said, Sanctify the believers by your truth. Your word is truth. We are sanctified by the truth so that we can worship him in spirit and in truth. If you do not have the truth, you cannot worship the creator in spirit and in truth. Nothing else will do. If you believe that you are sanctified because you go to church as a way of being righteous, I have some shocking news for you. From the prophet Isaiah, he reminds us that our righteous deeds get ready to be shocked. And all our righteous acts appear to him as a menstruous cloth. You can read that for yourself. In Isaiah 64, in verse 6, your King James and most other English translations renders that word filthy rags. From David Stern's CJB, he puts what the Creator wants us to see. He doesn't try to soft pellet or put more polite language than the Creator. When the Creator says something, that's what he means. He plays no games with words. The scriptures tell us God is not found in man-made temples. Noah's worship with human hands. Bet no one ever told you that before. He's not found in man-made temples. Nowhere, anywhere in this world can you go to a man-made temple and expect to worship your Creator. That is truth, right from your Bible, which no religious organization will share with you. But we will because it is our absolute best effort that we put forward by bringing from every, bringing to our listeners on every broadcast that we do the truth. Because without the truth, your time spent in any kind of religious organization or religious practice 
is of absolute no value to you. It's a pitiful waste of your resources by getting out of bed, getting dressed, and getting in your car, and going to some place where you think you're worshiping the Creator because everybody says He's there. Wrong. When you get a chance, look at Acts chapter 17, verses 24 and 25, and you will find the Apostle Shaul told the high mucky mocks in Greece, on Mars Hill, those very words. That God is not found in man-made temples, nor is he worshipped with human hands. That is the truth from your Bible, which no religious organization, as I said before, will share with you. But we will. Remember, we don't want your money. We are not asking anyone to approve the work we do. Our sole interest is bringing you the truth. We are not here to offer anyone salvation. We are simply following the instructions from the Bible. If you continue in my word, you shall learn the truth. In John 17, we learn that the truth is what sanctifies us, not going to religious services. Again, we see clearly, it is obvious, that we cannot worship our Creator without the knowledge of the truth. Now we see why he told the people of his day who believed in him to continue in his word, to learn the truth. Let's recap at this point. From the scriptures we learn that God cannot be worshipped in man-made buildings, nor with human hands, nor by any man-made system. He can only be worshipped in spirit and in truth. It is very clear to see why all the religious activity on this earth is unacceptable in his sight. That is an outlandish statement, but it is true. You can verify it right from the pages of your Bible just by looking at what people do in the name of religion and worship of the Creator. The Apostle Shaul, Saul, as the English translators would have us believe, his name is Shaul. His name is a Hebrew name. It's not an English name. And I'm making a little correction there for you so that you know. Who spoke, who spoke to the Stoics on Mars Hill had young Stephen stoned to death for telling the Jerusalem congregation in his day those words, those very words, before he was called. How very interesting. The temple in Jerusalem was still standing at that time. But Stephen lost his life for telling the church that God is not found in man-made temples. You see, everyone was locked into the temple in Jerusalem because that was a designated place of worship. They didn't believe the Messiah who told them that the law and the prophets were unto John. 
That temple was 37 years later totally removed in 70 AD. You can learn that from history anytime you choose. Now, let's look at what we see today in our society among the various groups I listed previously. I won't call any names. There's no need for it. There are a number of holy days observed by the Christians. I am sure you know them all. But I will list a handful in making my point. Especially at this time of year, when we have the Easter festival, which comes at the end of a 40-day period, which is called Lent. It is important to mention that Lent culminates in a festival. Easter festival. On the Roman Catholic, Christ, only the Roman Catholic Christians observe Lent. The other Christians, for the most part, observe only Holy Week, which ends with Easter. They tell us this particular festival celebrates the death and resurrection of Christ. In a moment, I'll show you that is absolutely not true. But if you go to your New Testament to verify, to see if that is so, a most shock, shocking surprise awaits you. Here from the pages of your New Testament is what you will find, and I will read it for you. From Luke 22, beginning in verse 7, and I will bring it to you from the CJB, because he makes better use of the English language. Here we go. Luke 22, verse 7. Then came the day of matzah. Everyone knows what matzah is. On which the Passover lamb had to be killed. Messiah sent Shimon and Yohanan, instructing them to go and prepare our Seder so we can eat. They asked him, where do you want us to prepare it? Don't forget now, Passover was to be kept in the temple. They are no longer in the temple. They are going to observe Passover outside of the temple. He told them, as you are going into the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him into the house he enters and say to the owner, the rabbi says to you, where is the guest room? Where am I to eat the Passover meal with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs already furnished. Make the preparation there. They went and found things just as Messiah had told them just as, that, as they, that they would be. And they prepared the Seder. When the time came, Messiah and his disciples reclined at the table. And he said to them, I have really wanted so much to celebrate this Seder with you before I die. For I tell you, it is certain that I will not celebrate it again 
until it is given its full meaning in the kingdom of God. Then taking a cup of wine, he he gave the blessing and said, Take this and share it among yourselves. For I tell you that from now on I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. Also, taking a piece of matzah, he made the blessing once again and broke it, giving it to them and said, This is my body which is being given for you. Do this in memory of me. He did the same with the cup after the meal, saying this cup is the, catch this, this cup is the new covenant ratified by my blood, which is being poured out for you. And there you have the shocking answer. The death of the Messiah was a Passover event. The word Easter is not written anywhere in that passage. Multiple billions of Christians every year, every Easter, I should say, celebrate a spring festival which has its origins in pagan ritual celebrated every year from antiquity in honor of the goddess of spring and her consort, Bayo. Her name is Astarte from which the word Easter comes. For your information, again, you can verify these things simply by going to your internet. Have you ever wondered what the Easter egg and the Easter money rabbit have to do with the death and resurrection of the Messiah? Oh, Good Friday which calls for eating fish. The other Christians make hot cross buns on Holy Saturday. Again, these things are not found in your Bible. They come to you from tradition. I know. I've been there. I've gone down that road myself. I was brought up as a Methodist. So we did the hot cross buns, and we had... Good Friday off, and we had Holy Saturday off, and we had Easter Sunday off, and we had Easter Monday off. I look forward to the holidays and the food. That was my take on what was going on. As I demonstrated previously from the scriptures, the Creator views those man-made festivals as he does a menstrual court. That's pretty graphic. I'm sure you've never heard any minister say that to you, or read that from any Bible. But you can find that. You can go to David Stearns and you will find that he renders that passage exactly as it was inspired by the Creator. Uh, we got a few minutes. If there are any questions, I will take them. If not, back to you, Brooke. Okay, good evening again. This is Brooke, assistant writer to What Works Began some years ago. And we have this for us on the Internet. You can go to revelationofrevelation.com. You will see a contact 
page there, and that will get directly in touch with Mr. Ken Vernon, and you can personally ask him questions, and he'll be happy to follow up and give you the answers from the scriptures. The time of Easter has enveloped the United States and other countries, and they go through quite a few rituals, processions, over a period of days. There are many other processions and also scourging. Uh, That's depicting, of course, the cruelty of hanging on the cross. They do this all in vain, if you've been listening to Ken. Most of the churches today, in small-town America, and I'm sure in large towns, are being depleted of their memberships. The elders are passing away. The youth no longer attends church on a regular basis. Why? Maybe there's something inside their souls themselves that are kind of telling them this is not the way, this is not the way to walk in it. A lot of questions you might have. This program is to pique your curiosity and interest to learn the truth for yourself. And what better way when you go to prayer to ask for the simplicity of learning the knowledge that your creator intended you to know and to follow and to be a part of a commune, you and he, and the groups of like minds who realize that it is not a complicated procedure to learn the truth, but We all need help. We all need to look to someone. The churches of today are no more than a social group. And in my own personal observations and interviewing people why they attend church, it's because that's what they were led to do from a young man or woman. And what happens when you follow the traditions, Mr. Vernon explained through scriptures, it is blasphemous. The other holidays of which we didn't go into tonight are the same. They are brought about by man, and they're brought about in the interest of the youth and excitement, uh, bringing uh, Mr. Claus into the picture in more recent history. Uh, The presents and gifts, of course, are always with each uh, holiday. And this is something that you can learn to accept as false in your own common sense, and knowing that as you grew up, you heard there really wasn't a Santa Claus. And, well, what else is there not? Well, in scriptures, you are shocked, as can revealed to you tonight, that the Easter bunny rabbit and the Easter egg and the Eshtar that became known as Easter holy days are not found in scripture. My name is Brooke. Really appreciate you tuning in. And you know, there are 80-some episodes of Revelation of Revelation. And yet, though there are many episodes, there are few who listen to it. And that's scripturally based as well. Many are called, few are chosen. And I know that it feels whenever you put your heart into a communication to open the minds. Well, we're not here to open your mind. You're here to have your mind open. 
and you're here because your creator has instilled within you a desire to learn, a desire to know. It's called knowledge. And that's the truth will set you free. Enjoyed rambling here a little bit as we close tonight's program. Ken, any further word from you? There's no questions from listeners. Okay, Brooke. Uh, uh, At this time, I would simply like to remind anyone who might be listening, who might come after, that you can always reach us at revelationofrevelation.com. Simply go to contact, and you can ask all the questions you like, and I will get back to you in a very timely fashion. We are here to share the truth with everyone who's interested. The believer who seeks the truth simply happens to be among the first fruits. Without the truth, you cannot be in that place. When the trumpet sounds, if you don't know that truth, it will mean nothing to you. On that, on that note, I'll say good night, Brooke. On this evening's program, Ken Werner, author of the Revelation of Revelation, presented the proof of scriptures to reveal the truth. And Ken Vernon kind of put it out there exactly as it was given to him, inspired and read from scripture. It saluted millennia. That's a thousand plus years, two thousand years. We have not been given the truth because it was not intended to be revealed until this time that we're living now. So seeking to learn the truth is what brought you to these programs, and you are invited to email Ken with your questions. Until the next episode, this is Brooke Volk, your host and assistant writer for Revelation of Revelation. Good night. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.